0: Welcome back to the After Hours Adventure podcast, everyone. Due to unfortunate illness, our resident Tortle will not unfortunately be joining us this week. So instead, we have another Tortle lover and D&D nerd joining us today, Noemi Quinones.
1: Hey! <laughs> Woo! Yeah!
0: <laughs> joining her are our returning players, Michelle Ahn.
1: Hey, guys!
0: And Kylie Gibson.
1: Nice, too! See?
2: Nope, <laughs> uh, nice to be with
0: you And I of course am your returning dungeon master Jonathan Eugene Yan This week and next week we'll be doing a bit of a Departure from our regular money Grubbing trio and instead we'll be Taking a trip To the far off Shitty, shit deep dark Depths, the home of the dwarves I
1: love
0: that Should I stay or should I go down <laughs> 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 Good god Um, We're not going to meet our players quite yet because they're actually playing different characters today, so we'll meet them as they come. In the meantime, however, let's actually have a description of the Depths. We haven't actually been there yet in the main campaign. Long ago, before the convergence of the realms and even before the founding of Kaluwek, dwarves and drow lived in the deep, dank caverns of the Depths. Over time, the drow would ascend from the depths, forging their place above ground. The dwarves, however, stayed below ground, and eons later they still call the depths their home. While in recent times they've fallen considerably from their former glory as the weaponsmiths of legend, the dwarves are still an incredibly proud race and make their home in dugout tunnels that they call burrows. These tunnels were dug out long ago by the dwarves of the past, and many of the modern dwarves have constructed their own homes in this space, out of less valuable materials that they found down here that wouldn't have any worth on a forge. It is in one of these rocky homes that we meet one of our players. As a dwarven messenger boy wearing an ill-fitting hat knocks hesitantly on the rustic home, the stone door somehow being covered in dust.
2: B- Bam!
0: Bam! Bam! I I had a flyer for you. Bam!
1: Shit! 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 Shit!
2: shit. I'm gonna open it up.
0: Okay, Kylie, you, your character opens the door and you see a very uh, young dwarven boy wearing loose clothing that looks like three times his size with oversized boots. And you even notice slabs of stone being stuck at the heels to help them fit better. He has brown hair and the earliest signs of a beard. You see him look up at you just slightly. You guys aren't that different in height. He has the earliest signs of acne even forming, as a matter of fact. And he speaks, "Hello, ma'am. I just wanted to give you a flyer for the, the um, <clears throat> the secret
2: performance going on tomorrow night. Um, I'm, I'm not really supposed to be here right now. So if uh, you could just scoop that." Okay, I just... Look, I need to give this to you for the route, so just...
0: He kind of sho- Like, almost handily shoves this fire into your arms and then just starts to dart off. And Kylie, would you like to introduce your character?
1: My character has
2: no name and tries their absolute best to maintain that. I will respond to whatever, to nonsense, to gibberish. Oh, that's, uh... What's-her-face over there. Any... any of those euphemisms for not actually calling someone a name. And the reason being is that I, I'm a hippie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Hippies Anonymous. Uh, You are welcome here. Do not worry in the slightest. I
2: I want to like uh, continue to live a life where I have no responsibility. So I try to stay as nomadic and lazy and mm. not working as possible just because I want to be free I want to do what I want down there and I'm going to continue to try to do that so I try to bad. not keep a name however I uh, saw something in someone's home that I had never seen before I saw something green as I was setting up my tent mm. and I was like I'm mm, going to go check that out so I broke into the window
0: <laughs> and I smoked it you smoked it i smoked it okay
2: and the euphoria that took over my tiny body knocked me out ah and i have now awoken in this strange home going shit. shit 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 shit
0: you're not supposed to be here
2: i am not supposed to be here
0: all right well you don't see the person quite yet they haven't come back home from whatever they were doing honestly it was a dwarf they were they're probably mining right now they haven't come back home yet but you do see in your hands now that this dwarven boy has shoved a flyer into your hands. Uh... It looks oddly familiar. You, you have seen a rendition of this flyer in the past. Um... So... Would you like to inspect the flyer and see what it says? Totally. The flyer in your hands depicts three figures, enshrouded in light, facing down a massive shadowy beast. The two two on the sides hold the silhouette of a pair of sticks and a lyre, respectively, whilst the middle figure stands taller than the others and glares down the encroaching threat. At the top, written in common in large, jagged texts, reads, for the ancestors a musical battle for supremacy below that in smaller text reads 8 p.m on the summer solstice one band per side weapons prohibited held in the old city ruins
2: i remember i had a liar once as a child and it was such a source of joy and i can't remember the last time i touched a liar but damn i used to be really good as a kid I'm going to take this fire, I'm going to fold it up, and I'm going to put it in my pocket.
0: Okay. You put it in your pocket. You think to yourself, you've you've heard of this event before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It is a biannual event between the dwarves and the drow that, you know, th- those filthy drow left the depths so long ago, but they still have like a weird chokehold over it. But, you know, that you're not a politician. You don't really care about that kind eh, of stuff.
2: Whatever, yeah.
0: Yeah. However, you have played music before. And, well, this kind of event would be pretty sick. And you actually do have two friends. You guys haven't talked in a while, but... They definitely do. And honestly, this kind of event... This kind of event is the kind of event that would have those those special leaves that you really like. Gonna try to steal those leaves! (laughs) So with this, would you like to try to head out and find...
2: Eh, let's go.
0: So you head out and start heading towards the the one location where you think you might be able to find a friend easier. You haven't spoken with these people for a while now, mind you. But they're some of the only people in the depths that you know that ever gave a shit about music. And, you know, they didn't sound too bad, actually, when they were performing. Granted, not as good as it could be, but not bad. Would be a good way to define it. So you start heading towards a lovely tavern that you know that one of your friends frequents quite often called Shit's Creek Tavern. You know it to be an extremely dingy tavern, less of an actual tavern and more of just a stone slab stand with a bar behind it and some tables in front of it. It's a pretty popular spot for dwarves of all kinds. At one point it actually had a small congregation of musicians even. but as you approach you see a small crowd has gathered as one of the more popular drinking games of the depths is currently being played between a taller dwarven man and a short dwarven woman with long luscious hair noemi would you like to describe your character
2: you motherfucker you know what throw is like why are you trying to give me shit when i already know how to play this game you know you've played against me before you see this beautiful blonde hair cascading off the back of a dwarven woman that also has a matching beard very luscious silky beard that mm-hmm. looks very well taken care of I'm in love <laughs>
0: what are you wearing? <laughs>
2: God damn it! I don't know if you guys know this, but they're in a relationship, so it's just weird sometimes. They were about I'm to get taking married. this
0: part out. Aww. I meant, I meant, Noemi. Mean, can you describe what your character is wearing?
2: And go. <laughs> no, no, that's not what you said. First of all, that's what I was getting to. I was just allowing a, a, a dramatic pause. Okay. Jeez, there's a anyway. Time and a anyway. <laughs> you see. She has black nails painted on her hands. All of her nails are painted black and cut short as she picks up a hefty mug of beer and chugs the entirety of it within about five seconds. Slaps that shit down and goes on to the next one. As you look a little bit behind the hair, she is wearing some very dark clothes, maybe a material you haven't really seen before but that the people from the overground might call leather with a bright color along it that spells her name. Her pants are somewhat ragged, obviously seems like she's been in several scuffles. Um, She pulls back her hair as she goes towards third cup, downs that and claims her victory.
0: Damn it, Victoria! How the fuck are you so fucking good at this fucking game? You know I was born for this shit. Fuck you! You see this tall dwarven man who had failed again. You guys have been playing this game for a while. Who had failed to flip the cups in order on time. With his massive bulgy hands flips the whole table upside down and punches one of the fucking legs of the table. Don't
2: you get dramatic. You blame that shit on women. Now I'm not blame Pay up. Pay up bitch. Fine.
0: You see him turn towards the bartender who has been watching with a smirk on his face. You know this bartender fairly well. This has happened many a time now. This bartender
2: is also getting cut. <laughs>
0: you guys are running a a little a little scam you see the bartender wink at you very very discreetly before turning to this bulky dwarf man and he slides the dwarven man a tall pitcher of this brownish reddish liquid the dwarven man turns back to glare at you before slamming a few coins on the table To pay for the drinks that you guys have drank. Before grabbing the mug. Looking like he's praying to the the ceiling of the cave. Before he takes one knee. And attempts to chug it. You notice however that his face was already a little bit rosy. From all the drinking games that you had done before. Which you had thoroughly whooped him in in each game. And after he takes only maybe 3 or 4 seconds of this chug. He lands flat on the ground face first as the mug that was in his hand the container the vase hits the ground and rolls to the side and as it rolls you see it lands at the feet of of a longtime friend of yours that you haven't seen in quite some time and at this as the crowd watches the bottle roll, their eyes all meet hers at once, and immediately people start to dissipate and leave the area as you see your friend arrives on the scene.
2: Talk about little bitch energy, am I right? Whatever. What's up? Long time no see, what brings you here? I don't know if you know this, but um... I know you exist, whether you like it or not. I, uh... I had an experience that I can't explain, and the last time I had an experience I couldn't explain, you were there. That being said, you handled it remarkably well, and I think that you could be an asset in my band. Uh, I'm gonna unfold the flyer and hand it to her. You were the only person who ever made it worthwhile. Sweetheart, it's been a while, you know this right? I appreciate that and I appreciate you remembering me. Okay look, most people just remember me for the drinks, the drinking games, and (laughs) every once in a while whenever I get in a fight, that's memorable, but you know what, there is more to me than that and I appreciate they remember that, but this battle has history. I only really want to participate if it's something we can win. It's Lucrative? I thought that would be enough for you. What? Uh, what's in it for you, Sweet Pea? I never knew you to give up easy. I never said I would.
1: I am going to...
2: Uh, can I charm her? <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. I mean, I sense a little tension, but damn! By
0: the awesome. way this is why i had said that you guys needed to roll for all of your stats
1: <laughs> are
0: you gonna cast charm person on her
2: yeah before you do solo can i ask you to try this drink yeah it's a whiskey lime and
0: you see pictoria hand whatever a drink <laughs> and she winces i
2: think <laughs> no that was more of a uh, like a little bit of an electric shock through her body. Jesus
0: Christ. Okay, fine. Yeah. Gibberish. You want to cast Charm Person on your former friend?
2: Uh, we'll call it that, yeah.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> Pictoria, make a wisdom saving throw.
2: Ooh. I got an 18. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. Shit.
0: You guys don't seem to understand that Noemi has canonically had extreme fucking luck with rolling with all of her characters. No, I remember those. Those are pretty good. And yet she's the one character that died in our last campaign. Anyways.
2: (laughs) I got a little too cocky. That's all I gotta say.
0: Gibberish. You channel your magic as you look at your former friend, Prictoria, And you start to channel magic into your words as you say...
2: Pricky, do you know where I can
0: get a liar? And, Praktoria, you feel the briefest amount of magic trying to kind of overwhelm your common sense.
2: <laughs> you think I haven't learned? We've been friends for how how long? Come on, you can't try this shit on me. I'll help you find a liar because I want to. Don't try to charm me. I didn't think you'd have any me. But you know, it's whatever. Again. I didn't think you thought that highly of me, but I mean, it's whatever. If you don't want to help me, give me the Again, honey, I'll help you find your liar. Because I like you, not because you'll make me. Ah, say that then. What? I'm going to give her a hug. (laughs) <laughs> uh, that that uh, that's not necessary. Okay, we're we're in public. I would like to forcibly try to hug her despite any of her resist- <laughs> resisting.
0: Bructoria, are you gonna fight back against this, or are you just gonna fuck? Like, yes. Uh, roll me opposed athletics checks. None Ooh. of y'all have proficiency with athletics, so it's literally just your strength modifier. Damn.
2: Plus the strength modifier? Correct.
0: 15. 15. I got a, what was that, a 2? So a 3? A (laughs) 3? So much sass in that voice. Okay, cool. So, Pryktoria, you see Gibberish going in for a hug, and you try to kind of just shove her back a little bit. However, Gibberish, you expect this. This has happened in the past. So instead of being FaZe, you just kind of wrap under her exposed arms and bring her in close for a nice hug.
2: I'm gonna whisper, I've always liked you. <laughs> uh, you're lucky I've had one too many. Don't let anybody else know that, okay? I'm gonna pat her on the back and let her go. No. Nice, wholesome pat her on the back and let go. <laughs>
0: Alright. As the two of you begin to head towards where you know your former friend and band member to be, we move to one of the various tunnels of the Depths, where dwarves are hard at work. While most dwarves born are physically strong, or capable of lifting heavy pickaxes at the very least and gathering minerals all day, not all were blessed this way. Indeed, in this particular tunnel, you all see several muscular dwarves speaking amongst themselves as they begin to pack up their things and begin heading out, while a single dwarf stays behind and begins to write on a piece of parchment as she examines the mounds of minerals that have been gathered. You see standing next to her is an imposing tall human man. He has short dark hair that has been combed upwards into a side cut. And he has a bit of a shit-eating face in expression on him as he looks down at his subordinate. Michelle, would you like to introduce your character?
1: Yes, I would. So I have a bun. My hair is put up into a bun. And I wear kind of like a cloth kind of clothing that has been fashioned to look like a blouse. It's quite a bit cleaner than what you've seen on other dwarves. I think a lot of dwarves tend to have a very like shabby, dirty kind of wrinkled clothing. But for some reason, my character seems to have a very clean, cleanly if, if that's even a word, a uh, very clean look about her. She's pretty skinny for a dwarf, which is kind of unusual. We tend to come in a pretty thick kind of figure, but <laughs> I'd say that I'm pretty skinny and pretty frail looking. I have a very long neck. Thin wrists, then i guess—body overall, and you would not have expected me or someone like me to to be here, residing in the depths. Becky. Uh,
0: yes. Sir? What the fuck is going on? Oh, I. I'm what sorry? the fuck are these numbers?
1: I, I'm you sorry. You haven't. Sir.
0: Your group hasn't brought in shit. Do I you know how important this is to me? How your performance depends or, it will determine whether or not I get to fucking go home today.
1: I know, I completely understand, sir. These are just the numbers that I calculated. I am I so sorry. I don't care
0: about what you calculated. We've talked about this again and again and a fucking again. You have numbers that your dwarves, the ones that fucking you grew up with, need to fucking reach.
1: I know, I'm so sorry, sir. I will tell them about this. I will make sure that they give you the numbers that you need. I will do anything that you need me to do.
0: Yeah, anything clearly hasn't been enough. Look, if it comes the next workday and we haven't seen a fucking improvement, you're gone. You are going to be fucking. Your hands are going to be fucking blistered working with the rest of them.
1: No, please, I cannot, sir. I. I will literally do anything. Please tell me what I can do to just solve this situation. I will literally be at your knees. I will be at your service.
0: As you say this, Oten walks away.
1: Please sir, come back. I cannot lose this job. Please, I'm begging you.
0: Pectoria, gibberish, you guys hidden in a small crevice in the rocks, listen to this whole conversation. As this human man walks by you guys, he doesn't even notice you guys. He doesn't even try to notice. He's clearly, his his chin is tilted slightly upwards as he's clearly looking down on all of you dwarves. He walks by without a care in the world and you guys hear a slight sobbing noise.
2: I reach my hand as high as it can fucking go to reach this guy's
0: trachea. He's already gone.
2: I'm going to notice that she reaches her hand up
1: and uh, chuckle. Sonia. (sighs) Sonia. What? 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 What?
0: Becky, or rather Sonia, you see as your hands are buried over your eyes. You see two really old friends walking up to you. Uh,
1: uh, No, no, I'm sorry. I I just don't have any time to deal with you guys right now. I just really, really need to get these numbers correct, please. Just any Mm -hmm. other time. No, no, I no, I no, 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 really no no, no. no, It's
2: cool. It's cool. Cast charm. Person. I put my hand on.
1: <laughs> I'm my... sorry. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to cast charm, person, on your friend?
2: Yes, please. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up to her and kneel by her and try to get her to take deep breaths.
0: Or uh, is that okay? Uh, meanwhile, fuck it. meanwhile, Becky. over
2: here, Pictoria is putting her full hand. On her face, just like that. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Just, just like covering Predator her style. eyes, her nose, everything. She is just like trying to shut her the fuck up. Um, what, are you do- what are you doing?
1: I, just, I can't
0: breathe. <laughs> uh, Becky, go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw with disadvantage.
1: I got a four. Um, I don't think I'm going to get any lower than that. Fourteen, yeah, four. So <laughs> a four
0: plus your wisdom modifier.
1: Uh, Plus two, so six.
0: Yeah, that fails. Uh, She is charmed and you told her to...
1: Take deep breaths. And then
2: I'm going to grab Pretoria's hand. And then I'm going to look at her (laughs) kindly and move her hand off her face and shake my head gently.
1: (sighs) Wait, what am I doing?
0: (sighs) Becky... You start taking deep breaths. You start feeling kind of the anxiety and fear leave your body a little bit, and you feel a little bit more peaceful after a while.
1: Uh, okay, I, I'm sorry. Uh, what were you saying? Rectoria's in the corner punching some rocks.
0: <laughs> and. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> what are your fists made of, ma'am?
2: I'm going to. Look at Victoria and kind of gesture towards uh, Sonia. I fully turn around and look at her. Sonia, you're telling me that he and his numbers are more important than talking to an old friend. Well, you see, no, he's like I don't a give boss. a shit. I no, I don't care how much he pays you. I can beat his ass so many more times. So no. You are going to listen to whatever you've got to say and sit down. So come on, sit down over here, over here. Sit, sit the fuck uh, down. Uh, okay. Okay, fine.
0: Under the effects of charm, you, Sonia, you feel yourself just unwillingly just sit.
2: <laughs> and I, I I, take a few steps back to make sure I'm checking myself and try to pace a little bit. I know you've been stressed here and uh, oh, I've, yeah. been, I've been avoiding you. And it's been great, but I, uh, I miss you. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but there's this thing, and I'm going to open up the flyer and hand it to her. Uh,
1: for the ancestors, a musical battle for supremacy? Do you remember what it felt like to sing? Uh, gibberish. It. That's behind us. I've literally spent my entire... I don't care what uh, portion of your
2: life it was in, it still I, happened and you can't fucking deny it. We've
1: been in this fucking competition before. So, no, don't fucking lie no, to me. It's no, been, it's been too long. I'm stuck in my work now. I don't have Sonia, time for look this. look at me. Look
2: at what, me.
1: What? No, no. I said look at me. You've done this
2: and you've fucking won. You can't tell me that any amount that they've been paying you compensated for that feeling you had. But, so many years ago. I No, tell me. Look at me in
1: the eyes and tell me
2: that that money was worth that feeling.
1: I can't deny that the money that we were paying. All right, then we're doing this. I just. <laughs> I,
2: <laughs> I pull her over my shoulder and I start walking away.
0: This is how <laughs> Naomi hits on People IRL, by the way. <laughs>
1: Am I May heartbroken? I, Should I, I be heartbroken? Oh my god. I'm going to put my hand on Pretoria's shoulder and be like... You're already over my Pretoria, I, I'm going to I would put like my hand on her back wherever I can reach. I would like to remind you that you are under my charm. That's true. You, you feeling good. You know, it's... You're right. The money was great, the feeling was great, but I just don't know if I have the confidence and the fire in me All anymore. All I heard was I'm right. I'm right. We're going. I'm fucking right. Uh, I don't know what's in me right now. I just, I I just, I'm really feeling your your guys' hey. fire. Hey, <laughs> I'm fucking right. We're going. I, you know, I guess we you are. I, I just... Do, do you know where I can get a loop? Uh... A oh, loot? Gibberish, I, I haven't played and I haven't sang in years. Of course I wouldn't know where a loot is. Gibberish, why'd you ask me for a liar when you meant loot? Uh, I know where to
2: get a fucking loot. You see, the other day I found some really cool green herbs. Uh, mm. And I uh I had a little too much Where night. have I heard this before? But I know started. the drama has some a- Gibberish. I, I know the drow have some, <gasps> and if we can do this and we all get compensated, so this is your compensation. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I admit, I admit, I'm not doing it for nothing. But but come on, who doesn't? I mean, what's hey, more worthwhile than having this? Gibberish. Does that mean that me and Sonia are splitting the gold? Correct, Bundo. That means you can you can do whatever you want with the gold, but I. Don't want any gold from
1: the drama. Okay, want to use. okay, but okay, but is that gold going to be enough to compensate me for potentially losing my job? I pull her
2: over my shoulder again so that she can see my face, and I have her in my two hands. I'm holding her tiny little torso. Sonia, you will be earning about fifty gold for this gig, because you, me, and gibberish here are the best bitches they will ever find and Mm. you know it i don't care if you haven't sang in about 20 years we can still pull this shit off
1: Mm. so yes it's
2: worse you losing your fucking shitty job you should quit your jobs you should put
1: happiness at center of your (sighs) 50 happiness and push Fifty gold is a lot. I just uh, let me do some calculations. First. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me how much you earn a month again. Uh, about eight gold a month. But okay, so if I take fifty <laughs> gold, right, and okay, and I usually make eight sweetheart. Goals. No,
2: eight gold. Let's just round that up to ten, because two. First of all, two gold. Okay, is I understand. I understand. It's five, five
1: months time. Okay, yeah, what that's you earn. I understand, but... Okay, so if I take five months of unemployment and I... I uh, gibberish, I, I need to focus. I, I need to make this calculation, please. Please, can you be quiet? I, I really need peace and quiet, please. Oh, whatever.
2: Let's just say you don't quit your job and you keep your pansy-ass little bitch happy, okay? You have five months' worth of live- livelihood. How much can you, how many homes can you buy with that and keep as a rental?
1: Well, if my calculations are correct, that's about 20 houses. I know that it's a lot, it's just I need to think long term. I need to think about my future.
2: How is owning 20 houses that you don't even need not thinking about your future,
1: sweetheart? I mean, I could rent those out to other dwarves and. You could rent like, them out for zero dollars, and you'd still own
2: more than your little bitch that's
1: that would yelling be, you around. That would be a really nice passive income. Okay, I, I am interested. I, I can't lie to you. You know, that's what I was hoping um, here, because
2: you're a little bitch of reason. So yeah, now I'm gonna toss you over my shoulder again because I love you.
1: And we're going to this shit. I don't care
2: anything else. Let's go. Mm. Okay.
0: So Pretoria, you pick up this wanton dwarven woman that you guys have been in a band with before, and against her protests, you start to carry her down the hall. As as gibberish, you watch this happen and decide to follow. As you guys walk down the hall. You guys decide to show becky the the flyer and becky you get to see that it is well it's a dwarves versus drow event and there's no weapons allowed and there's there's a lot of other stuff as well but you know you know that this is a very traditional event and well the drow the the dwarves have been lacking for a while because there's not many bands left a lot of people have lost their hands a lot of people have just straight up died
1: so i have a question people that have participated in the battle of the bands have kind of lost themselves supposedly
0: not necessarily more so the dwarven kind have more bands and artists than just your group so out of the three groups there was the three black dwarves (laughs) which has ended because the lead singer ended up getting divorced by his wife and lost most of his assets. Mm. There was, imagine, Under the Depths, and Imagine Under the Devs, unfortunately, from what you guys know, one of the lead drummers as well as one of the lead ludists ended up losing their fingers due to a unfortunate mining accident. Mm-hmm. You guys might be one of the only ones left to actually represent.
1: So it seems like there was a lot of personal issues that would interfere with their career as musicians.
0: Exactly. I mean, it's worth remembering that while the drow that are above ground, you know, those pansy-ass bitches Mm -hmm. take this event very seriously, the the dwarves have a lot of other shit going on.
1: Understandably. Yeah, that's shit. Okay.
0: So, I mean, honestly, from what you guys all know, no other bands might be entering. Mm. This might be a dwarven, or this might be a drow wash if you guys don't enter.
1: Hmm. Let's do it! How do we feel about that? Sonia,
2: I know that you're financially motivated, you love numbers, and that you don't really care for mining, but I personally care about my pride. I care about my pride in drinking games, I care about my pride in fights. I don't expect you to share that with me, but- You're
1: talking about pride
2: of the dwarves. No. As a matter of fact, because I know you don't have that. You care about humans. I'm not going to pretend like I don't see it. I'm not going to pretend like it doesn't exist. Okay? You're my friend. Okay. I see you for who you are. But as someone who cares about pride, I ask you for once to care about this competition because if we don't, I'm sad to say that no one will.
1: Pretoria. I have two things to say to you. I'm listening. We've been friends for a really, really long time. 20 years, in fact. You are my closest friend. You've been there for me. Whatever you care about, I will also care about. Mm. The second thing is, you know that I don't like to lose either. I will climb the ranks no matter what it takes to get to the place i want to be and if i want to be successful if i want to win i will
2: over these 20 years i've seen you do a lot of things (laughs) thank you and i i wasn't sure that you still cared about pride so i wasn't gonna assume so but i believe you if you say it
1: sometimes to get to where you want you have to do things that you don't necessarily want to do see that's the part where you and i differ i will not do (laughs) shit. I don't want to do this is true so i i i will help you okay sonia i i missed you uh, i missed you too you
2: guys are gonna make me cry <laughs> ah gibberish um, why the fuck do you gotta bring emotion into this i'm
0: Ah! On the side gibberish, you are like smoking some of the remains of the herb that you found, and you're just kind of listening in on this conversation between your two close friends. I,
2: I'm not, uh, I'm like, oh, how sweet. Oh, it's so,
0: so cute. Yeah, oh,
2: it's so nice. Can we go? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I will say this much everybody has seen the flyer at this point, yes?
2: Victoria is gonna march ahead of Every... whatever just to make sure she's got an extra distance that she on the way. Listen to what she's got to say. It's Everybody
0: Praktoria. has seen the flyer at this point. You know it's on the summer solstice. That's actually tomorrow.
1: Is Pretoria still carrying me? So am I going with you? You are <laughs>
0: flailing on Pretoria's back.
1: Wow, that very touching moment. You know, very intimate.
0: Just I- kind of like the flailing to the limp, just like
1: I know. It's just like I missed you, and I'm just like hanging by <laughs> Pretoria's ass. Like, <laughs> look, I. Why don't
2: we practice, No, no. Right now, my gibberish, we're going to my house because nobody gives a shit about my house. Therefore, we can do whatever the fuck we want at my house, which is why it's my house. So then, let's go to your house to practice. Only because, only because I care for you, gibberish, okay? Can
1: I rely on both of you to help me bring that fire back. Because it's been extinguished for such a long time. What, what, what? What, what fire? Give me the no. and I will do my damnedest best. I trust you guys. I really do.
2: All I know is whatever the fuck fire you're talking about ain't dead.
1: Uh... <laughs> I appreciate that.
2: I, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. My fire's still there. Do you have a set? maybe That would be sick. Gibberish. Those
1: were the best times of my life. So you're saying both of you guys have kept that fire this whole time? That's not what I said. I don't give a shit about either of y'all.
0: So you guys all start heading from this weird, decrepit fucking random tunnel to the house of Pretoria. As you guys approach, you see that Praktoria enters with a stunning confidence, but as you enter, you notice that it is...
2: It's not much to look at. There are very bare-bones furniture. You see some... It looks like it should be a sofa, but it's made out of stone, so it doesn't look very comfy. And there's one chair. Um, it looks like an entertainment center but more punches are in the wall than there are anything else and as you look a little f- more forward there there is a small table that can ha- seat maybe two people Because again there is that chair in the living room that you can pull over but there's only really one chair and a tiny little shelf really that you can call a table that's what you see in the beginning
1: can i assume that charm person has worn off by this point
0: oh absolutely charm person has worn off at this point <laughs> ah okay so you you enter this area and you start to feel the remains of that strange magical happiness and giddiness kind of fade and the <laughs> realism start to re-emerge
2: welcome to my abode and make yourselves at home. I know it ain't much, but this is what I got. So, woo! Uh,
1: wait, what am I doing here? To, uh...
2: Honey, Sonia, we are going to enter I... a battle of bands by tomorrow, so you have agreed to this. Oh, okay, first of all, please, please call me Becky. Becky no, Falco. I'm not calling you that bitch ass name. I'm calling you Sonia because that is what you were named when you were born. Well, I would much prefer if you called me Becky. I don't give a shit. You are Sonia. That's so ugly of a name though. Guess what? It's not ugly everywhere. Here, it means beautiful.
1: (sighs) Okay. So
2: I'm going to keep on calling you beautiful in our language. I don't give a shit what them humans call you.
1: You are beautiful. Becky slash Sonia is going to blush a little bit at that statement.
0: You feel a little <laughs> bit of rising heat in your cheeks, so to speak, as this buff-ass dwarven
1: woman kind
2: of just <laughs> holds
0: you by your shoulders and tells you...
2: You are beautiful, and you are worthy. So I am not changing your name. I. It is what it means.
1: Oh, wow, I... Nobody's, nobody's ever said that to me before. Shut the fuck up. I oh, okay. punch
2: a wall, um, dance a little bit, you, and I walk into my kitchen.
0: You punch a wall. Um, roll an athletics check with advantage. Okay. That's a
2: fourteen. She's probably never. An Eleven. Oh, yeah.
0: We'll take the fourteen. Plus one, so that's a fifteen. A fifteen? You leave a solid dent in this random-ass wall that is one of the four walls of your home.
2: And I walk into my kitchen. Thanks.
0: And you just walk into your kitchen afterwards, not giving the slightest fuck imaginable.
2: <clears throat> Have you uh, seen a, a loot? I could really use one. I think if I got one, we could we could do all kinds of stuff. Victoria is going to walk out of her kitchen with some glasses that obviously contain beer and it, it's on a tray that looks like it's seen better times. Slowly walk up to them and be like, you better not be talking about me and just kind of shoves it into the hands of gibberish i'm going to accept them calmly and look at her and say lute no 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 lute not everything's about you i didn't say it was lute have you is there any way <laughs> uh, i haven't kept up with that musical shit all i know is that the, i have my drum set here and i point at a very very ragged drum set that looks like it has more holes than it does have sets. sets. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
0: Noemi, would you like to make a history check to see if you can remember the location of Inubi's boots?
2: Sure. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeet. Wow. <laughs> That's oh, an that one. I'm real flustered. Wait. Oh,
0: my lord. You're uncomfortable. You feel an eye twitch coming on as you try to pour your guests some nice beetle juice. As a matter of fact, you, you kind of, like, drip a little bit onto the sides. And you, you firm yourself up and try to ignore the fact that you're you're very shaken.
2: I firmly finished serving this juice and just walk away
0: cool the two of you get juice from prectoria prectoria
1: (laughs) get juice. i'm gonna be like wow it's it's been a while since i've had beetlejuice but
0: would you guys like to roll a history check to see if anybody remembers where you could get such a loot
1: i already rolled mine so (laughs) 10 seems like the highest roll
0: is 12 A 12. Who rolled a 12? That would be me. Okay, you roll a 12 and you remember a little bit of information. Not much, but a little bit about how loots are made. So above surface, those surface dwellers with their fancy animals and shit, might make it out of the shell of a turtle. However, underground, you guys are limited in resources and so you guys make them out of beetle shells.
1: Uh, so, loots, right? I don't know where we could find an existing one, but how about we make one? Sonia,
2: you've always been the smarter one of us. So, if you say you know how to make something, you need to explain to the rest of us before I get angry.
1: Okay, okay, no, I, I definitely will. Um, If I recall correctly, it was made out of beetle shell? So, do you have any beetles? This bitch, you think she has beetles? She's got money at most.
0: Oh. On you right now, no.
1: Well, if you have beetle juice, where did you get the beetle juice? I bought it. Where? Um,
2: at the bar. Do they sell whole beetles? I don't know, you gotta ask them. Can you All go? I do is give him a cut of what I earned, and he gives me Beetlejuice. Sounds like a good place to start. I mean, we just came back from then, so why don't you tell me the fuck back then? I, uh, that's a good point. Exactly. That's what I fucking thought. Wait, what? Okay. That's just, yeah, whatever. Let's go. Toss her over my shoulder and look at Sonia. Come on. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's go back. Go back? Yeah, 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 no, of course. We said we was gonna get her a loot, right? I don't care if she's conscious or not, she still need a loot.
1: Right, right, the loot, yeah, of course.
2: Of course. Yeah, it's wait, tomorrow. Wait. It's fucking tomorrow. The summer solstice is tomorrow. We gotta be ready. Can I, can I put it in a word? Wait, you're conscious? No, no, it's Kylie. Can Kylie put it in a word here? Give so. Why not leave the stoner on the couch and then come back with the loot? <laughs> Do we really have to take sweet nothing nonsense.
0: The stoner is offended that the stoner character is being moved.
2: (laughs) Yes, I am! Okay, no, but seriously, it's because none of us know what the fuck a loot needs. (laughs) If I gotta slap you awake, I need to know if this loot is good. That is fair. I I could've sworn someone other than me knew how to make a loot, and could go without me. Okay, no, it's It's intellectual versus the experience. Experience it, this because she knows what it ingredients are needed to make a loot does not mean she knows what a good loot sounds i have like. sent you on a quest to go now, get i don't loot give a parts, shit i don't give a shit we're back. gonna take the one who has the experience <laughs> the that knows what so a good loot sounds I mean, like exactly so we're gonna put her I mean, over my shoulder and she's I gonna enjoy it just as much as my couch because I my mean, couch is made of stone
0: oh, oh my lord i have drank and smoked too much
2: yes that's why i said water
0: it is clear as you drag the body of gibberish that she is completely and utterly passed out and not really inebriate at all it is great that you guys still have an additional day as you approach the bar with the thoughts of creating a loot that you can use in combat in mind as you guys enter said bar. Why don't you guys roll me a perception or insight check? What'd you get?
1: 18. I got an eighteen.
0: Eighteen. Okay. Um, not only you are rolling though, so let's have Praetorius roll. Oh, uh, gi- <laughs> gibberish is knocked out. So.
2: Oh, oh right, right. Woo net. Fucking
0: 20. Oh shit!
1: She's going to have
2: good luck.
0: Okay. So... My
2: character, fucking Prictoria, knows this bar like the back of her hand. If as much as a single speck of dust is out of place, she knows something's up. If it was anyone, it would be her.
0: I will say this as Prictoria, as you drag gibberish who is unwillingly clawing at the ground and your partner who is unconscious as she kind of just walks unsteadily towards this bar. You guys see a beetle? No, maybe it's a turtle shell where strings are drawn across it and a wooden bar has been erected from it. Look, this could easily be used as a loot.
2: I'm going to drag this gibberish honey that I
0: know. Gibberish making all sorts of weird ravenous noises as you drive her unconscious ass over.
2: And briskly chuck her on the other side of my shoulder to land on the floor directly in front of this shell-wood looking thing. Mm -hmm. And be like, is that what you need? I'm still holding her ankles.
0: Gibberish. You briefly regain consciousness in front of the strange, strange wooden objects in which there is a strange concaveness to the round part in a portion of wood that is sticking out. You also notice a very taut string being attached at the end of this wooden beam pulled all the way through the strange concave part you could probably play music through this
2: did you say this was a shell of some kind
0: it does indeed look like a shell of some creature
2: what how uh, a large creature
0: a i would say a very large creature
2: You're telling me I just found a double bass in the wild.
0: Rephrase it. That's it. That's gotta be it.
2: (laughs) Say no more, sweetheart. I'm gonna, as I'm dragging her by the ankles, walk up to the bar, set her ankles down on
0: the bar. Whoa! Uh,
2: My sweetheart wants that beauty over there
0: look How a random person left it earlier y'all can collect it if you want but at the very least let me know this is y'all gonna get a drink or not
2: if that's what it takes but also what do i need to pay for your silence
0: for my silence wow we got some worthy patrons tonight
2: fuck you you know i'm always here and i'm always contributing
0: to your establishment i'm gonna pretend that i don't remember ya because tonight's a special night so i'll say this much my not so regular regular if you uh if you pop me a silver i'll i'll be short and I'll bug y'all for the rest of the night but we don't need to talk about that right now
1: excuse me a silver
2: shut the fuck up okay this is my homie
0: you so see that the...
2: what he wants and i slide him silver
0: You slide him a silver. Yeah. He quickly pockets it and graciously nods towards you and looks towards your very, very drunk companion. And without even saying a word, slides a water (laughs) towards her and then proceeds to bow graciously, flip off your friend with a double bird, and then slide a whiskey sour in your face, as is the regular drink that you get from him. And he proceeds to turn his face and look at the spectacle as you guys are now sitting at the bar unintruded
2: much appreciated my sir i take the whiskey sour and the water shove the water into my sweetheart's face walk over towards this loot looking shit, grab it and chug my whiskey sour
0: you chug your whiskey sour as a reminder this is 24 hours before the Drow Dwarven competition. <clears throat> As you prepare yourself by drinking a little bit and handing your lootist a randomly discarded loot, you feel a strange primal energy rise in your stomach before fading, and you enjoy the rest of the night reunited with your fellow Band members. A name which you have not chosen yet, mind you. But that is where we will end this special part one of, I'm imagining two, special episode of our all-female cast doing their band bit. You guys never gave me a name.
1: Oh, shit. Well, Well.
2: I will allow my unconscious part to do that.
0: (laughs) We will talk about the name next time. But you guys did very well. I really enjoyed my, sorry, Noami's fucking around specifically because you guys all carried an energy that was a lot more akin to fuck around, fuck out, fuck around, find out than usual this time. But yeah, I think if everyone's all satisfied and one of our members is asleep, then we can start finishing up this episode technically one technically five of the after hours adventures podcast thank you guys so much for joining us tonight next week come back and join our players as we find out what the fuck they're doing with a makeshift loot and what exactly they're going to be planning on doing to ruin my plans of having a cool epic fight thank you guys so much for joining us tonight i have been jonathan and your dungeon master Please join us next week in which we will finish up this little one two-parter as a special reference to people that have been listening that don't know yet this is canon, which means that the actions of our players will be impacting those of the players currently playing.
1: Wow! <laughs> oh, that's what that means. I
0: don't, I don't know if I mentioned that to my players. Anyways, thank you guys for joining us tonight. We will join you guys next week. I hope that that mug you've been sipping on isn't empty yet. But regardless, Woo-hoo! Oh! oh yay! My
1: we will. Tr-
0: we will join you guys next week for the next episode of After Hours Adventures podcast. Thank you so much.
2: I'm at